Hello everybody, welcome to Season 2, Episode 6. It is the Best Scott B. I'm delighted for the first time this season I've been called upon to host the beautiful podcast. I miss it a lot. Uh, haven't seen Warsaw loads this season, so Mr. Liam Keane, the new expert, the expert, the new reporter. I guess you can still say new reporter, Liam. I said this to Luke last week. I don't think you can anymore. No. Well, you said export a minute ago. So yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> we need know. to export this file. You see, I'm, I'm all over the shop with them. I've just done, I've just done the Wolves podcast. You see, no, so no, no. Um, I'm part of the furniture now. Part of the furniture. Okay, fair enough. Um, so, how's it been? I mean, it's not been great. Last couple of weeks, the fans are a bit peeved off. To be fair, Liam. And I'm not talking about just with you. I'm talking about with um, with DC. Um, it's not really working out, is it? I mean, looking at the table and, and two poor performances, really. Apart from maybe the first half last weekend, everything else has been has been pretty naff. Well, yeah, they have been quite peeved off with me, mainly because I missed the Salford game. Well, um, yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't go missing <laughs> games. It's three weeks into the job. See, where, do you, where, where, where were you? Was it one of these inverted commas pre-booked holidays? <laughs> it's exactly what I said on wow, Twitter. It was a pre-booked wow, holiday. Wow. That's exactly what it was. It's I, one of those uh, where you get the Warsaw job and, and you get asked, have you got any pre-booked holidays? And you're like, yes. Um, three weeks' time. No, no, honestly, I had it pre-booked. Uh, yeah, nice weekend away in, in uh, Berlin. Berlin, yes, really? Yes, I haven't never been yeah. there, actually. Is it worth worth going? Yes, definitely. Well, I like my history. It's not very exciting for the listeners. But are, you, I do. are you a museum kind of a guy? Not really. I like all the World War II stuff, like the, the gruesome deaths. Really? <laughs> that was just uh, you opening a sparkling water. Yeah, sorry, sparkling water. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> There's like a snake in the room. I need to, I need to, uh, I need to hydrate. I've, I've been two and a half hours in this room. That is um, typical. You, you, you drink sparkling water, by the way. Mark Suspense as well, to be fair. Um... I kind of want to go to Berlin, but I want to do the Berlin Marathon, which is supposed to be the, the best marathon to do your PB in, because it's the flattest marathon in the world, apparently. Oh, well, I'll never be doing a marathon, so no, I'm glad you told me that. No, I think I did a marathon and how many steins I could drink was pretty much what I was doing. Is it, see, I've what, I've been to Germany, but food, I'm not really into the whole sausage. and nah. it's, not really, it's not really great cuisine, nah, is it? No, food's not great. It's just stodge, basically. It's not like Italy where you go and you, no. you, know, you know what you're after. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's not It's not the best. I had a, a curry verst for the first time, which is... A, it, I guess it, that's just what it... Just yeah, sausage well, curry, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Curried sausage. But it's, yeah. I mean, if my memory... A little bit of history for you here. Go on, hit me. Are you ready for this? I think yeah, it I like was history. In, in the World Wars with the Russians... They took tomato sauce yeah. and curry powder, yeah. mixed it together, yeah. put sausage in, got curry first. <laughs> wow. A bit of history for you. And then you went into a place and ordered, did you? Yeah, it was actually all right, to be was fair. It? It, was a bit, it was quite sort of strong. Then it was, yeah, because it's got, I don't know, it was a bit, it was all right, it was decent. Would you go back? I would go back to Berlin, definitely. Would you? I wouldn't go back to food. If you could take Italy's food and put it into Berlin, that you would can't make do it that. ten that's times better. That's why there's different countries, mate. Do you know what I mean? Different <laughs> cuisine, you can't do that. No, no, I'll just, yeah. I'll look, I mean, me and my girlfriend were stumbling back on the tube Saturday night after a few steins in a, mm. a nice German bar. So, yeah, I had a good, I had a good time. So, sorry, you got some stick, mate. I went to Dublin in yeah. international break. Um, went to go and see the missus. She's working with... Um, a little little group called Little Mix at the moment. So um, she um, she got me some some tickets to go and watch the concert. Now, to be honest, I don't even know who they are. Really, I, mean, I know they're quite big here, but I missed the whole thing because I was in America, so I didn't realise this putting the band together on X Factor or whatever. But anyway, lovely girls. To be fair, I met them really nice girls. To be fair, she got me a ticket. She's working backstage, so I think okay, I'll go and watch the show. And I walk down, take my seat. It's like friends and family section, which is kind of like upper tier, front and middle. There's all these people in the, in the kind of the mosh pit down down at the bottom. Stand, <laughs> mosh pit, a little, a little mix. Yeah, you know, I don't think of, so. like a mosh pit um, with, with lots of kids. All, all the twelve-year-olds. Yeah, all the twelve-year-olds <laughs> in the trench coats, and uh, and so I sit on this seat, and I'm this thirty-eight-year-old guy. I sit down on my seat, and everyone's looking at me, and I'm like on my own. And there's all these mums and daughters and eight-year-olds and twelve-year-olds, and I'm like, oh god. Then I did a little picture, a little video. And all the mums looking at me and saying, like, who is this guy who just sat down on his own taking pictures of my children and videos? It wasn't a good situation. The steward came down and said, oh, you can't take any videos, sir. You can't do what you've just done. I'm like, oh, okay. So I just put my phone away, just sat there. Take, everybody was just like looking at me. You can't take videos? What well, I was taking videos of the crowd, I think, rather than the actual performances. And they were like, it was all a little bit weird. That is bizarre. Yeah, very bizarre. Well, I suppose because you sat on your own, and you, as you say. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't, it wasn't a great look, how, to be fair. How are the girls? I know them well. Uh, good mate, good. Um, um, we uh, went to uh, the Guinness Factory with Jade. Had a little private tour around there. Nice. She's very nice. Unbelievable though. Like, like I've done. I've done a bit of football now and been around footballers. And, and when Middlesbrough days used to go out with all all the guys there when I was younger. 
and uh, you know you can kind of have a, a relatively normal life mm. as a footballer. I feel you get noticed a bit, but you, you can go out, you can go to the shops, you go to the high street, you can get your shopping in. These girls, they have to get an escort when they literally leave the hotel room. They have to get walked back to the room wherever they go. They have to have two or three bodyguards with them, and because they just absolutely get mobbed, like it's insane, insane. But they went to the Guinness factory, and there's like everyone, everyone had a ticket for like one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock tour. You're not allowed in until we were finished. So we went. There's only six of us. We did the whole tour. Oh, no. Completely empty. They gave us whatever we want. Gift shop. Just take what you want. What? And we went to go. It's unbelievable, mate. Like, it's incredible. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Went to the Joker movie. City World just shut down. We had the whole movie theatre to ourselves. Um, whatever you want. Are we sat in there with all, with all, yeah, all yeah, four yeah. of them? Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's me, the <laughs> missus. Mental. Jade. Uh, um, what are they called now? Uh, Jade. Jesse, and then there's a Perry. blonde one, Perry. Yeah, oh, you see no more than me. Oh, I know Perry. Uh, <laughs> I like Perry. Uh, the Ox, Ox. She's dating the Ox, isn't she? Wait, was he there? And uh, they were there before. The I was going to say, yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> well, there was, it was International Week, you see, so that's oh, why. Oh, well, yeah, true. Yeah. What was it, Andre Gray? Isn't Andre it? Gray, yeah. He's the. Uh... Leanne, Dick's Leanne yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, was he um, so, yeah, so, yeah, they're all there, mate. They're no, all there. No, Mental, no, mate. Different, different, different world. And they, but they were all having like junk food they had M&M's they had popcorn they had rollover hot dogs I mean goodness me you're not having a hot dog at Cineworld are you if you're going to have a hot dog I mean I'd rather go to Germany <laughs> but anyway different yeah different, get, get him off it's like me at the Banksers yeah, so, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah but they're, they're with the torches mate saying get out bring, bring Massey back um, no, Massey's dead to him now de- dead to him not, not no, interested in him no, not, not um, to tell you it was not dead to you mate the uh, the parking authorities the police <laughs> yeah not, not a great day for you um, I mean we'll, we'll, we'll come to that in a bit well we'll talk about the parking fine now because I mean that that's not great I mean somehow I got I got put into this conversation <laughs> I'm just minding my own business on a night and all of a sudden I'm getting abused on Twitter I'm like fair enough uh, you, but yeah. is, it was fate that you were going to be doing this podcast wasn't yeah, it? absolutely exactly so, so talk me through it I mean where, where did you park and why did you park so, and is it your own fault 100% my own fault well mm. actually no you didn't hot. say that on Twitter when you put your tweet out it was almost like a little milli violin going off <laughs> 65 quid yeah for me that's a lot that's a lot of money uh, no I uh, I'm blaming the, the car which is owned by this was the late Orient game yeah so you drove oh, sorry yes, the late Orient game okay. I'm blaming the car which is owned by the company so if I'm going to outsource it in that sense it isn't my fault right okay so the, wow <laughs> so um, I had a, an interview with Colin Murray booked in because oh. uh, Quest were doing their, their live at um, at Orient for the game okay so I had it booked in all good Sam Parkin former yeah I yeah, yeah. It, you don't have a clue who he is do you? Sam Parkin <laughs> massive guy striker ex-Hull City yeah okay, you so do mate, know don't, 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 don't have a go at me mate I was going to say he's played about 10 times for Warsaw <laughs> so I didn't know he was until I yeah, googled yeah, him yeah. Um, he's, still, he's still a bit heavy, is he? He's got a little bit of meat on him, has he? No, he looks oh, Okay, he used to be a little he's bit. He's big, though. He's like yeah, six he's, yeah, he's massive, massive, massive. Yeah, yeah, no, I was, stop I was barking, looking yeah. up at him. I always dropped my phone as well when I was interviewed. Oh, no, really? Yeah, not, was not a good look, yeah. No, don't no, no, I look like a proper mm. child. Mm. Um, and uh, uh, it looked a, bit, a little bit like you. Don't challenge you, you my lower mix. league knowledge, mate. So, yeah, so I yeah, had an interview with him. I'm notorious for getting to grounds early. Right. I was giving it the big one at. You were. Where was it? No, where was it? Where was the big one? Morecambe. Morecambe. Morecambe on Tuesday. And then I was I was I was there early. One a.m. I was getting the night before. <laughs> I was getting uh, I was getting I was getting tweets off Derek and everything. Yeah. And uh, and then yeah, so I'm giving him the big one. Mm. Crawley away. I'm going. Oh, I'll get used to the Salas fans. I'm going to be there every game. Hours early. Yeah. Comes to Leighton Orient. Which is I, a big game for you. Obviously, you know. You, that, that, I mean, if you're going to get to a game early, that's the game to get to early. Yeah, the one where I've got a big interview organised. Yeah. So I I meant to be having that at what twenty two. Um, my son has to say, no, I'm going to get there about half twelve, so I've got plenty of time. Okay. Get there, all good. Mm-hmm. On the way down, I checked where I meant to be going before and yeah. come off the M- M40, M25. Yeah. Easy, easy peasy. Happy days. All good. Mm. Um, International break as well, so it's nah. roads, are, roads aren't going to be too busy. <laughs> no, no, they were right. And mm. uh, sat nav on the car, it redirects if there's like massive bad traffic or big accident or something like that. So it redirects me to carry on going. Right. And bearing in mind, this is the way I go to where my girlfriend lives in London. Okay. It's M- M- M40 and just go through until you get the centre and then turn off. And okay. her house is right there. So right, I know right. where I'm going. Right. And I'm thinking, I should probably turn off the M25, but it's telling me to keep going. So I'll mm. listen to it. I'll listen to it. I'll keep oh, going. Yeah, that, that's always, there's, always, and, there's always that conundrum whether you listen to it or whether you just say no. Exactly. No. And to cut a long story short, I spent the next hour in central London. Oh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> going through traffic. I went past. Um, I was going through past Man and Two Swords. Oh, I'd the be, whole oh, Marylebone. You going through uh, all that? Yeah, area. yeah, yeah, all oh. down there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, on a Saturday. On a Saturday. It Are you mil- kidding me? It was, uh, has, it, have you, have you, has it reprogrammed you to go to your missus then? Is that what's happened? No, no, no. It re- I don't know why it told me to carry on going. So. I carried on going, and I was at one point. Are I you thought, outing the satnav system that you used? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm a bit. I, I was thinking, honestly, as it was going, I was thinking it's gonna, it's gonna tell me to turn off to my girlfriend's house, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so it's got it wrong. Yeah. But it carried on going, so it, it had just redirected me to go a different way. How many times in that journey did you audibly swear? Because, because <laughs> if I, if I, I've done, I've done the same, similar-ish as, and I was going to Bournemouth last season, and I went to the wrong Bournemouth football club, the Bournemouth football club, <laughs> and, and, yeah, yeah, AFC yeah, Bournemouth, yeah. two completely different things, but I, I will, I will curse the room blue, and, and that car blue, I'll be like, ah, 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 are you quite calm? I was, no, I was stressing, oh, really? unbelievably, I was losing my mind, okay. I was like, <laughs> I was like punching the door, oh, I was swearing, no. I was going, yes, what yes, am I going to do? Yes, and, uh, like that, and Liam, the, the, the fire! <laughs> There was there was roadworks everything like I was getting li- I was literally sat in standstill for ages I was going th- everyone was moving two meters and oh getting stopped oh my god and it was awful and I, every time the, the uh, projected time was going up and up and up I was thinking are you, and you're in for a penny now are you there's no turning back you've got to go with it don't <laughs> no, you? there was no way I could turn off there was no yeah. way I could go I didn't know where I was going at this point either. No. there was no way I could go anywhere so I carried on going I turned up to the ground at half one mm. so an hour later than I was meant to uh, I had ten minutes to go to see Colin Murray oh god. And, and was he what, was he waiting for you? Was he, he was like, where the hell is this? Uh, he and when I got there, he actually was doing something else with like I think one of those YouTube like kid channels that oh, just started. Right, yeah. yeah, so he was he was actually busy. he was busy. All those YouTube kids are bloody terrible. <laughs> Honestly, ninety five percent of them are absolute trash. Oh, there's, there's a Warsaw lad who I keep retweeting. He's a he's a good lad. I said ninety five percent of them. <laughs> Although for the life of me, I can't remember his name. So. <laughs> oh, great. Um, <laughs> so uh, so I. Bear in mind, I knew what the parking was like at Orient because yeah. I, I spoke to the press guy beforehand. Mm-hmm. I'd asked the people in the office already. I knew there was no parking. I knew yeah. I had to find somewhere. I saw a tweet pop on my phone as I was driving saying that Warsaw were there. So I rang Paul at Warsaw. Mm-hmm. I was like, where do you park? And I, we just found somewhere on the road. Got lucky. Yeah. So I got there, had 10 minutes. I did one lap around the stadium yeah. and there was absolutely nowhere to go. Just, there was literally nowhere to go. It was, you, just, you just want to ditch it now, don't you? I would, just de- I would, I would have just left it in yeah. the middle of the road if I could. I was yeah. that stressed. And yeah. it, Sweating. <laughs> you big P- time. Pitting. I had a new jacket on. Oh, I thought, mate. oh, I've turned up thinking I'm looking really oh, good today. And I was mate. like stressing like oh, me. You put a new jacket and for Giacomo. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's incredible. Oh, that big. <laughs> and, um, I think it's a small size as well, mate. Don't worry. Yeah, the small size starts at double extra large. <laughs> um, and uh, so anyway, I'm... And I go round, and then I realise I come to a spot, and there's a free spot, and it, I mean it says I can't park there anyway. It's got a sign saying I can't park right. there. There's a car parked there that has a ticket on already. Yeah. And I had nowhere to go. There were all permit roads around. It's all really residential. Yeah. There's nowhere to go, so I just threw it in in front of that car. Hundred percent. I just ran in. I just left it. Oh, I, I knew I, I knew I was going to get a ticket. And I got to. You have to walk all the way around, go to a separate kiosk, get your press pass, then, oh, and then and then go up six floors oh, to get to the press box. Oh man, you were a mess! So I was running up these You're floors. A mess. I ran all the way up. I was sweating like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> Got there, rang yeah. the guy. They were like one of the producers requests. I was in the wrong place. No, they were they were in the in a building across from the stadium. No, yeah, and I had no idea. So I had to run back down. Oh my god! And I got there, and luckily, as I said, he was already he was doing something else. But then my time with him was reduced. I had about 10 minutes with him I was hoping to get a bit longer so so it was it was it was your interview with him it wasn't his interview with you basically yeah yeah I, okay. yeah, I was in yeah sorry it wasn't something for Quest I was doing an interview right, for, right, for like right, a, right, a feature okay. we're going to do here at some point oh so. my god what a day yeah so what a day um, and, and, and look but to be fair it was worth the effort if we could have after 45 minutes I mean probably best 45 minutes of the season well before I even go there by the way oh, yeah. I've got no food just going to put it out there well, tough, mate. I you got don't two biscuits it. and a couple, couple of teas, and they no go. service station for you on the way there. Nah, I, I didn't have any food because I was thinking, oh, I'll get a sandwich. At, uh, oh, right, I'll be fine. Okay. And uh, league two food can't be great, mate. These <laughs> it's days. Not I mean, Warsaw was, was the best by far. Was it? Oh, it was lovely. Really, Crawley was really good. Even you'd have eaten. I don't know what that was. It. Uh, sausage rolls, but they were like no, mate. There's no pastry, <laughs> mate. Pastry but they were like now, yeah. they were like premium sausage rolls. They were they weren't bog standard. I'll wait till Arsenal away next week. Um, don't worry. Oh, I've heard good things about that. No, yeah, very good. All the other press got uh, donuts, and me and Luke missed out. Oh, they, they ran out, and they didn't they didn't tell us. They just ignored it. Dreadful. I was not happy. Anyway, let's talk about the football. Yeah, let's talk. <laughs> let's well, I don't on. know whether we should do or not. I think we should talk about this. I'm more interested. Um, look, 
So let's talk about the positives then. The first half, first half was was as good as what you've seen so far. Would you say the best forty five by by a long way? Okay. Yeah. Um, if you take it as like a, a sole performance on its own, because that, that's the way I had to treat it, because mm. they were literally two, yeah. <laughs> say literally almost like two separate teams. Yeah. It was just really bizarre, and it was yeah best forty five I think by a long way. Shoots and Claire was absolutely excellent, mm. really really good. I mean I I think he's a good player anyway, but he. Playing a, a role he's not played for Warsaw before in behind the striker um, in a four-two-three-one, and he he was just electric. Everything was coming through him. It was the heart of everything that was happening yeah. um, for a team that wasn't really <laughs> isn't really getting that many chances. I mean, they're, they're getting themselves into good areas, and then they're not making that final pass or taking taking the chance. Sure. So it was yeah, it was a really really good forty-five minutes, and you're thinking at half time. This is going to be another really good away performance. Really good, they, they've had some good wins on the road. Well, exactly. Yeah, I mean, Keen effect, right? <laughs> well, I mean, you missed you missed the Salford, you missed the Salford game, and so then happy days, and uh, yeah, thoroughly deserved lead. Could be more as well. Oh, big time! Yeah, I mean, uh, Zach Jules and Wes McDonald down the left were linking up ridiculously well. I mean, it was everything was coming from that side. That's where the goal came from from a, a Jules cross, and and everything was linking up perfectly down that side. But they just they struggled, especially in the striker department. They were playing Gaffney on his own and. He's so good at holding the ball up and bringing other others into play, but he's not—he's just not getting the chances to finish himself. So they could have been two or three up at half-time easily. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, he's almost saying Crawley. Late Norwich did have their chances as well, but they, by far, Warsaw the better side, hundred percent. And then you come to the second half. Well, I mean, like you say, I Jeez. mean, what, what happened? I mean, it was—it was. What is dreadful. going on? Yeah. It really was dreadful, and yeah. that's not putting it lightly at all. Um, They—it didn't help that within. What three minutes mm-hmm. or in equalised for a really really good finish from their their fullback who cut their left back rather who cut in on his right foot and and curled it into the top corner from the edge of the box and it was an absolutely brilliant strike yeah. and that I mean after that they reacted all right actually for mm-hmm. about ten fifteen minutes they they did they did okay I mean they uh, they had a couple sort of half chances uh, and and did all right but then that ma- that massive massive error that led to the second goal I don't yeah know, I don't know if, have you seen what happened in that because it was absolutely oh Guthrie yeah oh my god it was unbelievable see I'm glad you said Guthrie because don't get me wrong I rate him I think he's one of their Warsaw's best players but I think he was 100% at fault for it and a few people on Twitter are saying it was actually Clark's pass Ah. his pass was a bit over hit it definitely was a little bit over hit Mm. but Guthrie just let it go and he didn't he didn't didn't even try he just stopped and and the chance and while the ball was gone and the chance was created it was two on one so um, I mean, as soon as that happened, it was absolute capitulation. They can you can you see heads heads down when that happens then, or is it you know is it is it let's go again because because the third goal is stinking stinking as well really. To oh be yeah, honest. no no, it was heads down completely. It was, yeah. yeah, I mean it was almost as if they were playing with two or three less men. It was mm. it was there was no confidence there at all. There was absolutely no cutting edge through the midfield or through the wings, and and they they brought two strikers on and changed formation. They brought Anabayo and Gordon on and changed to um, a three four. Will that work? Three for three, yeah, that works. Yeah, that yeah that's work. 11, 11 players. <laughs> I'm trying to think of that. I'm not very good at maths. Um, and uh, and yeah, I mean, it just it it just didn't it just didn't work. It, it they had nothing going forward, and I mean, Orient were probably unfortunate just to get the three in the end because it was that bad. Yeah, well, I mean, they probably stopped in the tracks because um, because of the red card, and you think, okay, they're still 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 down still down to ten men, but you think, well, maybe try and get a goal back and try and get back into it, but they didn't even look like no, there wasn't. Well, even, no, they didn't. They didn't get a clear chance at all in that that last sort of half an hour, thirty five minutes of that game after the second goal. There was hardly anything there to mm. to shout about. I mean, I think. Possibly ninety third minute. I think there might have been one chance that was sort of half chance, but it was, it, by then the fans were walking out. There was, yeah. there was nothing of, of note, and it was just disappointing uh, the manner in, the, in in how they lost it because to play so well in the first half and do undo all of your work, it was criminal the way they did it in the second half. And yeah, it was just so frustrating as well from a even from a media point of view writing about it because you you willing the team to do well, sure. and when and when they play so well to them, it was the worst forty five minutes I've seen. In what six seven games yeah. compared to the best forty five, it was just very weird. Yeah, look, you know, they're into the well into the season now. Um, fans, I think, from from interviewing them early on in the season, and they understand if they got a couple of losses here, there, and everywhere because because you know players are adapting, the managers adapting. But look, Darrell Clark's had this side for a while now. Um, you know, he's. He, He's not covering himself in glory, and I think some of the fans are a bit frustrated with it as well. So, how does he move on from that second half shocker? The problem is he's saying the same things over and over again. That's to him. That's from that's from a media point of view. He's saying the same things. I'm not convinced he's saying the same things to his players necessarily. But yeah. 
I think what he needs now is he needs the bodies back in. Um, it's something I've been writing about today, actually, that the, some of the players coming back from injury is Look. really needed. Mm. Um, they need that competition in there because they're playing... Players are starting games week in, week out now when they're not playing well. Yeah. And that's a sign, I think, of a, of a, a squad that's going to struggle when they're playing players consistently. They're, obviously, to a point, a manager's going to have faith in the player, give keep them their confidence high, etc. But when they're having shockers week in, week out, it's that's when it starts sure. to... That's when you start to think this. there needs to be a change here. But they just don't have the... It's, it's a small squad. They've had injuries. They don't have the amount of players they need to get those players in. So they've got a few players coming back now. I mean, Pring is on his way back. Uh, I don't think Facey's uh, uh, far off now either. So they, they've got a couple of players coming in. Um, the problem is Guthrie as well. He's so important to the team. He's had niggles here and there. He came off with another knock against Orient. He missed the, the game prior to that against against Salford. So they need to keep these players fit. They need that competition because they are playing. Uh, two players who've been made scapegoats by the fans are Holden and Liddell. Mm-hmm. Somewhat um, unfairly, or no? So I'd say somewhat fairly that they're particularly Holden. I think. Um, I think he's a, he's a young lad. He's... I was going to say, I know Lids. I quite like Lids. He's a good lad. Back in the middle of the days, he's all right. No. Uh... Has, he, has he been poor, is he, though? Actually, I'll, I'll get on to Lids, actually, because he's okay. not. He's, he's slightly, it's slightly more complex with him, really. Uh-huh. With Holden. Yeah. He's playing on right. He's playing on the right wing. Well, right midfield in a 4 4 2. And he. He's got, he's got something. He's got, there's something there. Mm-hmm. But it's not. I don't think he's a winger at all. Okay. I, I think he's more suited to being in behind the number 10 sort of role. Um, he's not particularly quick. Mm-hmm. He's not particularly tricky on the ball, but he's playing out wide. It doesn't seem quite doesn't seem quite quite right. He works hard and he, he does all does all the right things, but he, he doesn't create any chances. He doesn't score any goals. It's it's not quite working yet. Yeah, uh, and he's been playing every single game, starting every single game, week in week out, and he's regularly playing ninety minutes as well. Um, so I don't know what the reason behind that is, but when it comes to to little he. I criticised him a bit when I first came in because he was playing right back, um, which I know he's played in at previous clubs. He played a bit at Carlisle last season, but I, I, at first I said he's not a right back. I don't, I don't think mm-hmm. he, he works there. He's played three position, positions this season: right back, centre half, centre midfield, and I think at, after criticising him at first, I think right back's probably his best position out of the three. Okay. Um, I actually thought he played quite well in the first half against Orient. I thought first ten minutes he got caught out in, in behind a little bit. But after that, his positioning, he sort of corrected it a bit, and uh, I thought he had a good game. Mm. Then after that, second half, he moves into central midfield, yeah. and then moves into centre half, and they change formation. And I don't. So I, Victor I, have been playing in different positions. He obviously, you know what I mean? he's obviously trusted to to play anywhere, yeah. which is obviously a good thing. And and he's an experienced player now at thirty three, and mm-hmm. and I don't think he's as bad as fans are making out. Okay. But I also. I don't think he can't play central midfield when you've got players like Guthrie Kinsella Alfie Bates on the bench you can't be putting him in central Mm -hmm. midfield he's too he's too rigid Um, and for a big lad you think he's going to put a foot in when he he doesn't really win the ball back all all too often either so it's not this really pointless putting him there personally but um, yeah them two have been made scapegoats really by the fans and I can see why because it's they're probably especially holding the two least performing players Mm. um but it's it's difficult because fans want to see a change in the, the squad that's chosen, and hopefully those injuries will make a, a bit of a, a difference to that. Yeah, and there's there's a few questions about uh, who's to blame in these questions uh, that have come in. Thank you very much for all your questions. Um, <laughs> should we get straight into them? Um, seeing as you you like holiday, Liam, Chris asks uh, <laughs> best holiday that you've been on during football season oh, and why. I wonder what that could be, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I knew Chris. I knew uh, Chris and uh, there's another chat called Danny. They're always coming in with the uh, the uh, holiday, holiday banter. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't mind. I like the holiday banter. Well, um, we can tell. I mean, you're always away. <laughs> never here. Well, I've got a week off in November. Um, <laughs> wow! Oh, goodness me. I'm not missing any games, though. I'm not missing any games. Okay, okay, Just okay. Uh, midweek stuff. But um, uh, I think Chris is... I'm pretty sure this, this Chris is the one that does, does the side of the social as well. So, mm, shout mm. out to Chris. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, Berlin, what, what, what a great holiday. I broke the, the Keen Effects spell. It's, yes, uh, absolutely. It, Maybe that's over. why, though. And now look what's happened. Uh, Robert Dern uh, is getting put with Nathan Judah as a result of your parking ticket, putting the driving bad boys of the UNS together. Yeah, well, I mean, you're such a role model when it comes to driving. Yeah, I've, had a, I've had a bad situation in Switzerland <laughs> last year, pre-season with Wolves. Uh, I mounted uh, 13 speeding offences um, and over £1,000 or €1,000 um, of, uh, of speeding fines, which was great. They came in, they came, um, in a slow rate, probably two a week, for about two and a half months. <laughs> it wasn't great. Week. And obviously you can't pay them oh, just online no. and click. You've got to 
phone the bank and it, then it's a, then it's a Swiss bank and then you've got to give the IBAN code and the BIT code and all the SWIFT number every single time is an absolute disaster. And as far as I'm aware, the company didn't pay for that, did they? They did not pay for that, <laughs> correct. So, so yeah, so, so I got some abuse on the night you of paid you for mine. saying that I should have paid for, for Liam's. I mean, I, I, now you can judge, I think, ladies and gentlemen, listening to this podcast. I mean, you know, Liam knew exactly where he was parking. <laughs> I think he deserves everything he gets. Yeah, he will learn. He will learn. Um, oh, very quickly about that. Mm. I didn't realise in London how expensive parking tickets are. Did it you was... get a congestion charge as well then? Oh, is that Monday no, to Friday? No, it's only Monday to Friday. Oh, that would have yeah. been a double oh, no, whammy. That would have really, oh, oh, oh. really wound me up. <laughs> um, no, it was uh, 130 quid if you don't pay it in the two weeks. And 65, half of it, really? if you pay it in two weeks. Well, I thought, oh, it I thought it was like 65 to 35. No, no, that's what, yeah, so I was saying to Luke in the, up in the press box, I was like, oh, it'll probably be about 30 quid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not down from 60. Which is, which and is I was terrible. Like, that's not too bad. I got yeah. there. I read the first line, it said 130 oh, quid. I almost, no. almost, almost lost my head in oh the car. Oh, my God, <laughs> that is terrible. I mean, I paid it as soon as I got home because I just wanted to throw the bit in the, in the bin and not think about it. Could have been worse, though, to be fair, because what you could have done is... If you'd had it towed. If you had it towed, oh, that's no. game over because then you got to go, it's about two, three hundred quid or clamp. I said this to Luke at the, at the clamp, time as well. Clamp, clamp, it's just, you know, when everybody's gone through <laughs> this, haven't they? Everyone knows they shouldn't have parked there and they just walk into the car and all the checking is, okay, the car's there and they always just go to the driver's side saying, please, I just don't want to see that yellow disc on that, that that's front what I wheel. Did. Honestly, I was walking from about 100 metres down the road, it was a yeah. straight road, I could see the car in the distance and I was looking around the corner and there was no, there was no clamp. And I, was, I was talking to Luke about it, I said, if there's a clamp, what would I do? He's, <laughs> he's, he's going to cry. He, well, yeah, pretty much. He said he'd give me a lift home and then I'd have to get a train in the next day to, oh, come, to, God. Come, to, come, to come get the car. Um, well, normally normally they have a ticket on the thing and then you phone them and they come and... And this is speaking from experience here. They normally have a ticket <laughs> on the clamp and then you've got to phone them and then they'll come back out and they'll charge you their, their petrol. They'll then charge you 200 quid to get the clamp off there and then. I would, um, I would so yeah. I mean, I did get paid only about the week before, so it wouldn't have been as bad. But... So, and 65 quid fine. So, basically, you, you did the game for a fiver, is what you're saying? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, Sam Emery, do you think uh, we are where you expect us to be so far this season? Dowell Clark's comment, comments uh, seem to suggest we are, but we are not the only club going through major changes and adapting better. Uh, would be harsher judge DC at this stage, but surely he would have wanted better. I mean... Look, they're 19th in the... I think it's 19th. 19th, 19th yeah. in the table. Uh, play 13. Won four, drawn three, lost six. Uh, look, goal difference to minus eight, which is which is terrible, really. Unacceptable. Uh, points, 15. I mean, what, what what do you make of it? Well, I mean, that minus eight's been... Uh, obviously, they've shipped six goals in the last two games. Five of them without responding to. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's part of that. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, where you expect them to... Beginning of the season, probably not. You'd expect them to be hopefully upper end of mid-table to playoffs area but if you look at the team it probably is there or thereabouts where it should be I mean Darrell Clark has said um, in terms of what he was after he's relatively happy he probably want four, he probably expects four or five points more there's a few results he thinks should have gone the other way so and if you look at four or five points that puts that puts him in the playoffs yeah. they're, they're three points off 10th I think Grimsby are in 10th they're three points off that a couple of extra points from there. I mean, the points are so tight, which is the saving grace, really, for mm-hmm. for Walsall and their fans. If they go on another run like they did before the Salford loss, yeah, then they could they're easily looking at, at top seven again from there. It's just that consistency that's what they need. Um, they should be doing better. I think DC wants them to be doing better, um, and I think with a few additions in January, I think they'll be all right. They're not going to get relegated. Put sure, it, put it that way. Yeah, of course. Um, whether they'll whether they'll challenge in in the playoffs at this point, I'm not sure to be honest. Ron Pickering, any chance of giving Hardy and Bates a chance? Uh, best players when they came on against Salford yet never got uh, on the next game, even even after Guthrie going off. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting because I, uh, I I heard that Bates did really, really well when he came on. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I missed that You game. heard because you, oh, yeah, you missed it. <laughs> I was okay. in Berlin. Yeah. I was too busy. Um, very, too busy on your Very, very drunk on Steins. God. Um, oh, you should have seen some pictures I've got on my phone. Really? Well, oh, that sounds a bit bad, actually. Aye, aye. <laughs> oh, that sounds worse than it is, actually. <laughs> um, no, the uh, I heard Bates did really well, and it's interesting because the Tuesday before that against um, uh, Southampton in the uh, EFL trophy, Bates played the, uh, the full 19, I believe, anyway, but he, particularly second half, did really, really well, I thought. I thought he played really well, and I've not seen one minute of, of Hardy playing at the club, and mm-hmm. I've been here, what's my seventh game coming up, I think? Seventh, yeah. eighth game. I've not seen one minute of him play, and I've only missed one game, so I mean, that says everything mm. where he's at, at the moment. So, 
The reasons why they're not getting a chance, uh, I don't know. Uh, this is this comes back to the point where playing little in the middle. Um, I think they've got so many options there. I don't yeah. think they should be playing him there. I say out of position. I mean, Dal Clark argues that it's, he's not out of position, but I don't think I don't think he's a midfielder okay. uh, at all. So Bates definitely should be definitely should be given a chance. And it's hard for me to comment really on Hardy because without seeing him play, I don't really know what kind no, of player he of is. Um, I would like to see them play. Hardy scored uh, for the reserves on Tuesday. Um, he started a game there with a f- quite a few first teamers actually who, mm-hmm. who were out of the squad, out of favour and injuries wise. Um, he scored in that game. It was one one uh, with the man's field, I think it was. Um, and it, at this point, you probably just want to give him a chance because sure. they they need some they need something different. Yeah. If you look at Wes McDonald, he came in to get for the Scunthorpe game. Mm-hmm. Before that, was only had I think he made three or four substitute appearances. And he's been one of the best players since yeah. then. He's started every game since, um, apart from the, the, the trophy game. So he he's a, an example of bringing the player in, fresh blood to an extent that he hasn't started many Got games. It. And then he's, he's done really well. He's mm-hmm. he's he's a different he's all a different person, different player since he's come in. So give them a chance. I think I think they need it. Uh, good questions from Ron Pickering and um, and Lee Reynolds. Uh, DC has forgotten that he signed the majority of this team, so he's got to take some responsibility. Still doesn't know his best eleven or best formation. Ron Pickering said, I understand he says we're rebuilding, but the players, both Keats and himself, brought in are not performing um, as he plays the same experienced players who can't get around the pitch in every position. I, I don't 100% agree with that because he's brought in Sinclair and Clark, who have been two of Warsaw's best performers this season. Two players he's brought in from, from well, he knew the Matt Rovers. Uh, and uh, actually, they both did. They both did come from Rovers. Actually, Bristol Rovers. But uh, Gaffney as well. He's on loan from Salford. Knew him at Rovers, and he's he's done, he's done okay. So the players he's brought in, I don't think it's necessarily the wrong route. He's brought in players he knows. Uh, there's experience there. Um, they're not they're not young kids. They 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 EFL pros. They they know what they're doing. So, and uh, as I said, them two have been two of the best. So I do agree that there there needs to be more. But you have to in, in terms of signings coming in. But you have to look at the fact that they they let go. I think it was twenty two. In the summer, they brought sixteen in. I mean, that is a—it's the biggest turnover in in the EFL this season, and it's—it's it's, you have to you have to have that patience. I know it's it's like a broken record saying it to fans over and over again. Mm. But you have to understand that it is going to take that time. Um, at this point, now you'd be hoping maybe two or three more wins on on the mm. on the on the uh, on the score sheet would, would would at this point you that's what you want. But you look towards the second quarter of the season now, which is what Clark's after, and I think. If the, I think the results will turn up. I'm well, confident of that. I mean, this is what we talked. I think. I think about last year as well. Is that there's not a lot of difference between League One and League Two, and, and mm. the problem with with Warsaw going down from League One is that they can quite easily become a League Two club and a, and a consistent mm. League Two club. You know, for quite a while, it's so hard to get back up. Um, Lee Reynolds, Keats inherited a team of dross and couldn't change it. No money left in the pot. DC had virtually a clean slate with a pot of money to bring in his signings. Who started their Warsaw reign worse, Dean Keats or Daryl Clark? It's about time DC started getting it right. This team is wholly his. Yeah, he's made mistakes. Definitely made mistakes, uh, and he he's, he said that himself. I think he's not he's not afraid to say that. Um, he has made mistakes. Uh, if you look at his record, he's I think he's got four promotions on his CV. Um, he's still only forty one. Uh, he's a manager that's. Uh, Notoriously started slowly at clubs um, and and sort of grown into their into the style and, and and the types of players he wants. And also bear in mind that he's he he likes it's not just that he can, but he likes chopping and changing it as well. Yeah. He whatever opponents they have, he'll change the formation, he'll change the personnel, he'll bring a player in. This is why he doesn't update on injuries very often because he'll bring a player back from injury randomly without anyone knowing, mm. throw them straight into starting eleven like he did against Quali without a bio. So. With he's very that. defensive about his teams and his, yeah, his, he is, yeah, and his formations. He, and yeah, he is. And he that's going to take time in itself, not just the fact they've got a turnover and they've got a whole new squad. I mean, speaking to Corey Roberts a while ago, he was saying it's basically a whole a whole new squad that he's come back from injury mm-hmm. from. So mm-hmm. you can imagine the way he's looking at it. Sure. So um, that all of that mixed in with the fact that he's not afraid to change it constantly. The team has to be learning each week in, week out. It's almost like starting again every week mm-hmm. because of the way he changes it every time. Um, that's not necessarily a, a bad or necessarily a good thing. It, it, it will, it all sort of case by case on each game is, is how he works, and I think if at this level, it's probably a good way of going about it. And um, he's brought a club up to this level and brought them past this level before, so he knows he knows what what is at stake and knows what he needs to do. So I think he's the right man for the job. Um, I can see why fans um, can be disappointed because there are that 
sometimes that communication isn't quite there because he likes to keep to keep things close to his chest and um yeah, I'm confident they'll do well. I'm I'm an optimist though. <laughs> you are. That's good, that's good. I say this. I say this every time. To, yeah. I uh, I do think they'll do well. I do think that it is there. It's and I, I use this phrase every single week. They're just not clicking in front of goal. Mm. It's just that it, that one last thing. And it's almost like if you don't watch the games, you don't you can't actually understand how close they're coming to doubling their score each time they get near the goal. Yeah, they they're getting there and they they're getting into these positions where they. I mean, they should, Wes McDonald should have scored a brace in that first half against. Or in himself. I mean, that's yeah. the, the good positions they're getting into. They're just not finishing it. And once that clicks, they'll, they'll be they'll be fine. I mean, uh, one thing to say actually as well: the two last few games defensively have been bad, mm-hmm. and that's been the saving grace of them this whole season. Is that they've defensively been really good. So if that starts to go as well, that's when you're really going to be in trouble. So they that needs to be sorted out quickly. If they they have another showing like that on Saturday against Chapman, they're they're in serious trouble. Fancy playing a game, Liam. Let's do it. Time to play a game. Okay, let's have a look. See if you recognise this game. Here we go. Bearing in mind, I'm 22, so I've... <laughs> I know this. Family Fortunes. Yes! yes! Love this. Oh, I like the song. I'm going to play to the end. <laughs> See, look, Luke's missing out now. I know, exactly, yeah. We haven't actually mentioned the reason why he's here, have Yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where, where is Luke? Where oh, is Luke? He's bowled it because he's got a uh, cold. He's. Do you know what? I mean, he's come in. He said yesterday. He, he teed up yesterday when I spoke to him on the phone. And he said, he said, look, I'm, I'm going to struggle to do the Warsaw podcast today. Actually, he said, he said <laughs> I'm going to struggle to do the Warsaw podcast today. I feel like I'm going to do the weather. Although he managed to play basketball last night. A full, a full <laughs> oh, game of basketball. Did he? Oh, okay, I didn't know that. What rocks up? Obviously, you know, you feel okay. Fair enough. He's under the weather. Um, you know, you're probably not eating. You're feeling a little bit, you know, a little, little bit peaky. Um, as you do, he walks walks back from Greg's this morning, slice of pizza, <laughs> pasty, and a bloody sausage roll. I mean, for, I, well, stunned. I went over and asked him. I said, "How, how you feeling?" He's yeah. like, "Oh, I feel better now. I've had some food, but not not quite good enough for the podcast. No, not quite good enough for the podcast." <laughs> I mean, he seems like he sounds like exactly what he is every single day to me. I wouldn't notice the difference, <laughs> to be fair. But yeah, so 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 I am in. So apologies. I'm sending the complaints. I'm sure. Um, give it just just send them into the digital sports editor. And I'm sure he'll. He'll have a look at them and they're already here for me. So tear, it tear them up, uh, right? Okay. Um, so yeah, obviously, can't play family portions with one person. So I'm going to say that there's a category, three categories here. Okay, right. you need to get there's going to be top five answers in all three. You mm. don't need to go on the buzzer, but it's just a bit of a quiz. <laughs> um, you need to get three out of the five. Okay, to to, to win. All right, and okay, if you don't do get this. three out of the five. Then, um, then, then I win, and you know I'll give you some sort of forfeit in a, in, in a future. Oh God, yeah, okay. I'm looking forward to that. Okay, right. So um, this is from whoscored.com. It's the source. Oh, okay. Good, good so I want you to know na- to name the top five Warsaw players with the highest rating out of ten this season. What would you say? So you get three incorrect answers, but you have got to get three, three of the top right. five to to win. James Clark. James Clark <coughs> is no not there. Way is he, not in there. he is number six on the list. No way. I'm not number that. six on the list. Just missed out, James Clark. 6.62 out of 10. Right, I'm going to take a bit of a risk with this one because oh, okay. he, he hasn't scored. But oh. Rory Gaffney. Rory Gaffney is there, number okay. four. 6.71. So that's one out of five. Correct. Uh, Danny Guthrie. Danny Guthrie. Danny Guthrie is there. Yes. Number three on the list. That's two. 6.7. Seven. Okay. So you've got number three and number four. So you've got number one, number two, and number five to find. And you've got two guesses left. That's good. Okay. Yeah, it's a good start. Yeah, it's good. Zach Jules. Zach Jules is there. Yes. Very in. good. 6.79. Number two on the list. Um, one? Number one's Dan Scar. Oh, I was going to say Scar. Dan Scar, 6.85. Is Liam Roberts on there? Uh, and uh, Stuart Sinclair. Ah, I was, he, he was the other one I was going to go Stuart for. Stuart Sinclair. So, so well done. You won that first one. Excellent. Uh, the next one might get a little bit harder. So we're going to go with um, percentage pass completion. Oh, okay. Percentage of pass completion. Again, one to five, Liam. Who's got the highest pass completion percentage? It's going to have to be Danny Guthrie, surely. Danny Guthrie is just in there. Oh, yes, number five. five. Number five. 79.2% pass completion 79. rate. That's quite high for number five, 79. Yeah, it's very good, it's actually. Good, actually. Yeah. Um, James Clark. James Clark. 
is uh, uh, Clark's never going to be on this, is he? There, not there. Um, he's not even in the top ten. He, he's thirteenth. Can you tell that I rate him because I, <laughs> I just keep saying his name for all seventy point two percent. Stuart Sinclair. Stuart Sinclair. Is it there? Uh, uh, oh, ninth no. on the list. You got one more guess. Did Judith Allen get a chance to steal? <laughs> well, I will still because I've got all the answers in front of me. <laughs> You're looking uh, at the heart Yeah, now. number nine. Uh, six, oh. He's got 75% uh, pass completion capacity. Uh, do I take a risk? Well, I mean, you're going to need to because you've only got one right so can, far. Can I, ask, can, I ask, can I ask for an opinion quickly on this? Yeah, of course you can, yeah. If a player is playing, coming off the bench and only playing sub... Mm-hmm. It, it, will, it will be based on their... Yes. It's not based on minutes, is it? No, it's to do with no, how... Correct. Okay, I'm going to go with Alfie Bates. Alfie Bates. Is it there? Uh, number eight, number eight on the list, seventy-seven point six. Nowhere near with that one. Percent. Uh, so yes, so, so it's one-one now. Uh, you got Danny Guthrie, Liam Kinsella, number one. eighty-five oh, percent yeah. pass completion. Number two, my uh, interesting people, Gary Little, eighty-two point three percent. See, fancy to listen to. He's Absolutely. Not I mean, just pass side to side. But anyway, um, <laughs> James Hardy, eighty-two point two percent. Number three. And, See, that, and, that's uh, the thought I was going with with uh, Bates. It's yeah. that same thing, but it's Hardy. Yeah, it's, that's what I was going for. What's what five? Ro- so Rory Holden was number four. Danny Guthrie was number five. Oh, I got forgot Guthrie. Didn't yeah, you got oh, you, Holden. You, yeah, yeah, Damn. yeah. Okay, uh, here we go now, and now we're going to go for most. Fouled player. Most, Most fouled, fouled player. player. Right then. Um, top five answers on the board. Who do you say is the most fouled player? Wes McDonald. Wes McDonald. <laughs> ah, ah, oh, not no. there. Oh, he's coming back. He's going so well for you at the start. So well. Oh, so, right. uh, no. Wes McDonald is not even in the top 13, 14. Uh, he's number 17. He's not even close. Number 17. Not even close. Um... Okay, this is not. This isn't percentage though. Is most it? fouled player. Most fouled. This isn't percentage. So it's what well, I mean. It works out per game, but I mean, you know, just think of someone who gets fouled a lot, basically, and you're gonna have a good chance. Mm. Didn't say it was gonna be easy. You thought you, so you were coasting the first one, weren't I know. you? I'm gonna go with Gaffney again. Gaffney, 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 Gaffney. Ah, oh no! Tenth fouled on average once a game. Yeah, it's because he's too too big and strong. Once a game. Um, okay, I'm gonna go. One guess I keep saying the same players over and over again, but I'll, I keep thinking Sam. We'll go Stuart Sinclair again. Stuart Sinclair's there, yes. yes. Yes, number two on the list. Lifeline. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Excellent. Yes, number two on the list. So you need one, three, four, and five. Can I have a little bit of think if you want? It's up to I was about you. to say name then. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, Liam I mean. Kinsella. Liam Kinsella. Is it there? Uh, uh, number no. nine, no, no, Not no. Even close. Uh, so I win, so I'll have to find a forfeit for you. Um, James Clark, the most foul player. Mm. Uh, Stuart Sinclair, you had. Rory Holden. Yeah, I suppose that makes sense. Adebayo, number four. I thought Adebayo. And Dan Scar. So number the, five. The only time out of the three I didn't go with James Clark. Yes, yes, number one. Yeah. Excellent. Standard, absolutely Perfect. standard. Right, um, Warsaw v Cheltenham. Look, oh. Tough game. Uh, I mean, back at home, but it's not going to be easy, is it? Uh, six no. in the table and lost twice this season. Well, you say back at home like it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it's true, <laughs> very true, yeah. Um, I, obviously, everyone likes playing at home unless you win one in six, mm. which is what Warsaw have done so far. Um, Cheltenham, yeah, they're doing really well. They've mm-hmm. lost twice in 12 games. Um, they're, yeah, they're, they, they've won half of those. They've won six. And uh, they actually didn't play last week. Because their game against Newport was, uh, was postponed because Newport had three players called up to international duty. Wow. I know. Wow. I, I, just, I thought that was amazing. Brilliant. I thought that. I thought that was, so, um, so whether that's a good thing or not, I don't know if that, it means they're more fresh or if they're. I don't know. But either way, it's going to be a tough, tough game yeah. by far. And if, if Warsaw want to close the gap on those teams, they have to pick up results. Uh, a, a draw against China, even at home, would be a good result, despite the fact they need to pick, start picking up wins at home. Mm. Um, yeah, they're they're a really good team. Um, Does it add pressure than playing at home? Would you say? At the moment, it at the, actually it's funny because Clark said it, it more pressure away from home at the moment because of how they're playing at home. I think the pressure is on, yeah, because mm. the the fans will be on top of them if they if they have a bad start straight away. The fans will be on top of them and they they're demanding something better than what they're seeing at the moment. Mm-hmm. And um, it's 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 probably the worst game to. They needed after these two losses to be honest sure. with you because it's, it's up there one of the worst because it's just such a, a difficult game especially at home. But Cheltenham have never beaten Walsall ever, right. <laughs> ever, ever in the history of ever in the history of ever. They've, well, they've only played each other six times. Okay, 
um, three draws and three Warsaw wins. Mm. Um, the last time they played them was 2009, so it's been a while. Okay. Um, so I'm just hoping. That is all I'm clinging on to at the moment. That is going to be a bit of. Um, don't get me wrong, on their day, Warsaw can. I mean, at Crawley, they were, they were superb. Yeah. They, they scored three goals. They, they were really, really good. Mm. So on their day, they can, they can do it. It's just a, a case of hoping a little bit that the team is not on their day that they're playing against. Because if you rely on that, mm. then that's not really a good sign in itself. Lee Pomlet said he wants 5,000 fans in the interview you did with him um, mm. you know, at the Banksy Stadium, but they're going to have to start playing a damn sight better if they're going to get some fans through the doors, right? Oh, yeah, big time. I mean, they're getting some good away uh, mm. followings at the moment. No surprise, really, because of how well they're playing on the whole away from home. But um, you, it's difficult to blame fans for not coming mm-hmm. when you're going to turn up and, and see bad performances and see, and see losses. And it, it's easy to get carried away on both sides. It's not awful. Yeah, and it's not amazing. Yeah, that's it. Sounds boring to say that. That's the best way to look at it because mm-hmm. fans and I know what football fans are like. Being one myself, that you get very hysterical on either yeah, side. Yeah. If if you go on and win eight games in a row, you're thinking you're going to win the Champions League. In course, two course, years, course, course, course. Or you you could think you're going to get, be down the National League within a, within a year. So you, you just try and balance it up in that mm-hmm. sense. Um, and the reason Pomlet is calling for five thousand fans is that financially. Mm-hmm. And I've got no reason not to believe him because obviously he's the one, he's the man when it comes to finances. Finance financially, it's it will make a massive difference. To sure, him. it might mean it might make the difference between signing another one or two players in in, in January. That's yeah. the position they're at because they're not the biggest spenders mm-hmm. in League Two. They don't have the biggest budget. They're not going to go out in January and buy another ten players. Yeah, I mean that would wouldn't be smart anyway. But they don't have the budget. To no, and of course that. not. No, um, but they do have the budget to bring players in. Mm-hmm. But that that might make the difference to to bring an extra that extra one quality player they need having that consistently having five thousand fans, um, and I can some of the criticism from fans online seeing this is that well we need to have good football which is which is true you can't yeah. you can't blame them for not turning up of course of course when they're going to see dross <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah at times yeah. so um, it goes hand in hand and if if the results improve and the and the the crowds start coming in it hopefully the positivity will all start going up changes. I predicted quite a few actually. Mm. Um, so, Cheltenham Bates. I actually haven't got with Bates oh, actually. No, okay. no. Um, Cheltenham play normally play a five at the back slash yeah. three at the back with, mm. with wing backs, and um, so I, I've got a feeling he's going to match that and play okay. and go back to that formation, which he's not played in the league uh, since Colchester, which before I before I, t- I started. So, okay. Um, and I think Pring might be back might be back in at, as a start. Um, right. It's it's hard to say really because he's as I said, Daryl's keeps his cards close to his chest mm-hmm. and he doesn't give anything away. But the fact that he threw out a bio straight in implies to me that he's, it's possible to do it again. Sure. Um, and I think if he's going to match them up, he's going to want to play Pring because he's not going to want to play Jules in wing back. So yeah. I think he will do that. And I've also predicted because Dan Scar is actually going to be missing. He's suspended. Uh, he picked up five. His fifth yellow card against Orient. So I predicted he's going to go with a back three of uh, Jules. Clark and Corey Roberts. Oh, interesting. That's what I think. Because ah. Roberts was on the bench. Uh, oh, be great again, to see him. again recently, and yeah. I've got, and he and he played ninety minutes on Tuesday. Yeah. in the reserve game. So, and I think Tuesday to Saturday is enough time, really. To, yeah, of to, course. To, to yeah, and I think again. he won't be as as physical as well. Yeah, so, you know. yeah. So I think uh, I've got a feeling he might go with him and go with them three. Um, and uh, which which would then mean a midfield three of I've gone with Guthrie, Sinclair, Kinsella, and then mm-hmm. Adebayo and Gaffney up top. Right, and, okay. Well, actually, another it also means bringing Norman back into the team. So it's actually quite a few changes. Right, okay. Brings Norman back into right wing back as well yeah. again because he didn't. They don't really have anyone that can play right right wing back. And interestingly, that means dropping Holden and Lidl. So whether he'll do that, I mean, they, it's as I said, he's he's been very very rigid in the sense that mm-hmm. he he's stuck with certain players even when they're playing badly. I've got a feeling he, this this one might be. The last straw, and he might and he might make some changes, and uh, I think it would be healthy to see that. Uh, one person who w- won't be in the in the backroom staff or involved in match day, I know you wanted to speak to him just before we go, is uh, Tom Bradley. Oh, what a legend! What a top man! Absolute hero! Yeah, legend. Tom. No, honestly, a really, really, really nice bloke. Um, so yeah, his last game was cruelly uh, a good game to go out on, um, and he's been there for thirty three years. Wow as a physio at first for the first 14 years and then he was kit man after that so um, after the physio we had a couple of months off Yeah. then came back as kit man um, and then sadly his wife was diagnosed terminally ill 
uh, in the mid uh, noughties so for about five years he left the club mm-hmm. and, then, and then he came back again in, 20, okay. in 2012 so he's been he's basically, he's part of the furniture he's an institution at Warsaw Football Club yeah. uh, and a thoroughly thoroughly nice 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 man mm-hmm. 81 years old Wow, and um, and he's just a top bloke. He's lugging well, obviously before he retired, mm. lugging big bags of t-shirts, socks, boots around. He's doing everything. I mean, he had a bit of help from from the players at times, but he's just a, a really really nice bloke. And um, I, I get a little bit soppy on you now. No, Nathan, go on, go on. That's fine. That's uh, fine. Nothing. You won't be the first person to do that. <laughs> he, um, I had the conversation. I had a chat with him over the phone. We sent a photographer out to go and take some really nice pictures mm. with him. Um, and about 10 minutes later after putting the phone down with me he rang me back mm. and said he's never told anyone from the media this and he said um, he's only told a handful of people at the club uh, I think Massey didn't know actually so I thought I had something over on Massey for a second but right. I obviously didn't um, that he in 2017 he had, uh, was diagnosed with prostate cancer Wow. and for the last two years um, he's, he's done his treatment now he's having the blood test to make sure it doesn't come back Yeah. Um, but he for the last two years he was working while having the treatment and didn't tell all the players or the managers or anything. Wow. He just told a couple of people at the club, which yeah. I, he didn't tell me who, I imagine it's chairman, secretary, yeah, of course, people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just didn't tell anyone who's got on with it. He was going, going to New Cross Hospital from seven to eight in the morning going to, to do his treatment and then get oh. at nine o'clock going to training. And My I just goodness. thought that was... Uh, wow. So, and that was two years ago, so he was in 79 yeah. and he was doing that. And I just... Uh, and it, I was really... Uh, I think I'd go as far as saying I was really honoured that, that he yeah, decided yeah. to... To ring me back and tell me and say he wanted to put it out there to let to tell men to get tracked. So mm-hmm. I thought that was really really amazed of him and a uh, really good bloke. And from what I've, from the, all the fans tweet me as well, and they're proud of of him and and, and proud that he he served the club for so long. So yeah, what a good happy guy. retirement, Tom. Absolutely, yeah. Wish him very well in the future. I'm sure he'll be back uh, watching the Saddlers uh, pretty soon as well. Um, so prediction then, Liam. I've got, I've, got a, I've got with a score draw. Score draw. You, know, score, you, you sit on that fence. The <laughs> thing is, you know, I've not, I've not predicted one defeat for Warsaw since the minute. Okay. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, You're not, not going to do it, are you? I've just haven't done it yet because um, I, I've just, I, as I said, I'm, I'm always optimistic about mm. it because I always think, oh, there's a chance they're going to do chance, something, yeah. which uh, probably is going to get battered out of it at some point over the next few Someone months. Someone will batter you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, Luke keeps asking me every week, has anyone stopped you at the stadium yet? And it hasn't happened yet. So right. eventually someone will stop me. I'm probably... Oh, yeah, it'll happen, yeah. Yeah, yeah it'll happen. <laughs> uh, score draw, uh, back up and running, some points on the board, and then go on to, on to Oldham on Tuesday. I'm going to say, after that incredible start that they've never lost to, to Cheltenham, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Walsall 2, Cheltenham 1. Get, in. Get back in. Three points, happy days. Nice little video. Um, post-match because David will be with you again on Saturday I've, I've enjoyed it I've enjoyed it I've enjoyed having this little poddy to Welcome be fair to the dark side. I mean yeah I mean people probably think it's absolutely horrific and get, get Luke back <laughs> as soon as possible but I've enjoyed it and that's the most important thing uh, Liam been a pleasure uh, fingers crossed three points on Saturday from myself from Liam have a great weekend take care bye bye see ya